0: Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs.
1: And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you fake. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs.
2: They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is it, boy, to do?
0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard.
3: Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Yeah, Today's show is yeah. brought to you by your future. It comes with a
2: lifetime guarantee.
0: Ooh, make a
3: better now, baby.
2: Hello, Bruce. How are you?
3: Good. How are you doing?
2: I'm really, really good. Thank you very much. Lovely to speak to you.
3: Thanks for calling me just uh, randomly. Oh. You just dialed a phone number and you got me. That was cool. <laughs> what are the odds?
2: <laughs> pleasure. Thank you for having
3: me. You had a birthday yesterday. You're six years younger than I, I am. I did. Yeah.
2: I did. Yeah. And it was, um, it was a, a great day. It was a really, really good day. So yeah very much enjoyed myself,
3: so did you celebrate with your guitar player
2: i did i did um yeah we had a we had um a six decades of all the different music that that I absolutely loved, and I was allowed to play every single thing that I loved. He tried to get something in that he loves, and I absolutely stopped him and it was my day, my my birthday. I'm playing what I love. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. And we had a big beach walk with the dogs, and uh, it was all it was all fantastic. Yeah, really, really good.
3: What did you play? What's the stuff that you really you know?
2: Oh Lordy, I mean, where did we, I? I started with Motown, um, and and finished with Led Zeppelin, and Led Zeppelin kept happening in and every so often I'd go, no, I need another Led Zeppelin song, so on went another Led Zeppelin. Um, <laughs> there was just about everything in there. I mean, I you know, um, random stuff just occasionally. I mean, I even I even got Blue Oyster Cult out. Yeah. And on went uh, on went Fear the Reaper because that was that was one of my all-time favorite tracks when I was about 17, 16, something like that.
3: Yeah, it's fun to play, too.
2: Yeah, you know, um, so I was dancing around to that. I had Genesis on. I had uh, I had the Detroit Spinners on. Uh, you know, <laughs> I had Otis Redding on, Aretha Franklin. Uh, oh, God, just about everything. I had a Janice song on. Um, I would have had
3: fun. You should have <laughs> invited me. That's all the stuff I like to listen to.
2: Oh, I had the best best night. And then Pete kept slipping and we had some Van Halen on. Um and then Pete would uh slip into something a little bit more um prog rock which was an Irish band called The Horselips. Um <laughs> and he loves the horse. <laughs> what, the name I'm like, like okay, The Horselips?
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: That's your music, um, now we're going to take that off, because it's not your birthday! <laughs> <laughs> so
3: shut up!
2: <laughs>
3: okay, well, uh, I, yeah. I see who wears the pants in this family.
2: <laughs> oh no, I just had the one day, you oh. know what I mean? Oh,
3: okay, that was it's your uh, pants day. Yeah. Okay. It
2: had got to be my day where I had the pants on, you know, <laughs> the big pants. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. We really had a good time.
3: So you have some new, new music coming out. I can't even put a genre on it myself. The, the last song.
2: The Changeling. changeling is, uh, the uh, Changeling is like a, an ethereal, sort of impish sort of creature almost. Um, so that's what a Changeling is. And um, yeah, so it was a song written by uh, an Australian guy who's sadly um, deceased, but uh, a guy called Chris Wilson. And it's never really been heard, I don't think, outside of Australia, uh, but I heard it, and I absolutely just loved it, um, and I played it played the band, and, you know, we just, yeah, everybody loved it, and we thought, let's do our version of it, and then I sent it to his wife, who in a, herself is, a, is an established, fantastic singer-songwriter in um, in, uh, in Australia. And she loved it. So um, yeah, it was it was it was great to get that feedback.
1: Cigarette while I was sleeping, and you packed your things in a cupboard case, a cupboard case, and slammed the door on me. So right, move if you think it's alright, alright, alright. The changeling is a vagabond, a vagabond that just changes like the wind. Bong cause you just change like the wind, just like the wind. Move if you think it's alright. Move if you think it's so
2: I don't know. I don't know how you. I, what genre? I don't know. I, I don't know doing. how you put a, a pigeonhole it. You know, it's, it's a difficult uh, thing. I like to think that everything we do is rooted in in blues and soul and, and rock, um, and we just take a, a little bit of all of it um, and and mix it in. And I guess a lot of that is growing up with Led Zeppelin because it's what they do. They bring blues and folk. And, uh, you know, all sorts of things to the pot, you know. Um, It was never just straight. They were not just straight heavy rock, heavy metal or anything like that. Um, So I guess growing up with such an eclectic mix of music as well in our household and Led Zeppelin, um, it it sort of, it makes music like that for me. You know, I I just bring a, a bit of all of it and it's all rooted in the blues, I guess, uh, and soul. I'm, I, I'm a big uh, Motown soul fan, you know, as well. Um, in fact, I just had a fantastic gift yesterday. I had the best. I, I haven't bought any new music for a while, and I got a wonderful gift from uh, my dear, dear friend Robert Plant, who sent me this album, Robert Finley. Have you heard of him? No. No. Oh my God! Do yourself a favour. Get this record. Get the new Robert Finley. Um, it is unbelievable. This album. I, I'm absolutely. I was so thrilled. I was playing that pretty much all day uh, yesterday. Um, it's called the Sharecropper's Son, and it's. He's just phenomenal. It's absolutely brilliant. And that's sort of like solely blues as well. So that, you know, that's... I think there's a bit of all of that in in what we do.
3: How do you meet Peter?
2: At a wedding, believe it or not. (laughs) Okay. I met him at a wedding. He was the... um, He knew the bride and I knew the groom. And as a wedding gift, he was in a band called Paddy Goes to Hollyhead, which were like this sort of blues rock covers band in London at the time, or all of them from Ireland, because Peter's Irish. Um, and they, as a wedding gift, they, they were the band for the night, you know. And I got up and sang with them, and, and we met, and that was that. And that was 30 years ago, good grief. I've actually said it out loud. <laughs> 31 years, ah, oh. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's how we met. And, uh, you know, we sort of hung out for a bit. And then um, we we then decided we'd be in a band together. And, um, and you know, rest is history, so to speak.
3: The first concert I went to was um, your brother's band.
2: <laughs> well, funny enough, it was mine, too. <laughs>
3: well, that sort of makes sense, yeah. I don't know, yeah. They, were, they only had, what, three albums out at that point. So and it cost three and a half dollars to get into the concert. And wow! Gas yeah. gas costs about twenty eight cents. They played for four and a half hours.
2: Oh, that's just crazy. Isn't I don't. Band I plays it was... for four and a half hours. now. Yeah,
3: there was no opening group.
2: I mean, who would you go? And, it, it's crazy, isn't it? that? Yeah,
3: yeah. And they played their butts off. It was like it was their last gig, and it was.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and
3: they were just starting out, really.
2: i I mean I've seen some footage from Seattle in. Um, uh, Oh, gosh, the 70s. I don't know when that would have been. I think about 78, they might have been in Seattle. But I've I've seen some great, cool footage from uh, Seattle um, that, you know, hadn't been seen before. I I watched the concert. We watched the whole concert, and it was really great, you know. I mean, they were a spectacular band. And same for me. First time I saw them, they'd only just done Led Zeppelin II. So, uh, I mean, I saw them when I was, like, seven. So it was, it was a, a, a big introduction at seven years old to yeah. be able to, you know, go to a Zeppelin concert. And it was just seeing them on the stage with this otherworldliness about them, you know. Um, I forgot it was my brother, you know, was just watching this uh, phenomenon. You know, that's
3: amazing um, to hear because sometimes when you know somebody personally in a band it takes away some mm-hmm. of the mystique I think and it's like oh that's just so and so but you're saying no that yeah, wasn't the case
2: know? no not at all they they, you know they definitely had that mystique and that um, and it did you know when they were on stage they, they had this something that you you just it, it was almost tangible but not You, you, you couldn't you just felt like that they were in another, in a, in a tif- different zone, you know? It was yeah. just incredible. Wow. It really was incredible. And, and it transported you as well. You went along with it. And from an early age, whenever I saw them play, um, and then whenever I would play the records, I'd be transported somewhere. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a very powerful in- introduction to music for me, hugely. You know, and 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 it influenced me from the very beginning, and it has done all my life.
3: So Robert Platt was also an influence
2: on you then. Oh yeah, oh good yeah, goodness. He, um, I mean, it's it's he's one of my closest friends. He's like a a, a brother to me, really. Um, But it's still bizarre when I see him on the stage. It still goes to that. Otherworldly stuff, you know, and then I forget that I actually know him, and I'm sort of watch, you know, that you know, I'm close to him, and then I sort of watch him and I think, Good grief, yeah, wow, and he still hasn't lost it, he can still do that, you know, he can still walk out on that stage, and immediately he, you know, he's got you, and that's I mean, that is just it's that's that's an incredible thing as an artist, and that's what we all inspire, aspire to, you know, to be able to do that.
3: To, to be able to connect with people, yeah, and that's
2: yeah, I mean that's what it's all about, and that's why we do it we We do it because we love doing what we do, but that's no good if you can't take people along with you, you know you you've got to be able to take the you know the audience or people along your journey if they've, they've got to come with you um and and that it's, it's 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 that's what we all try to do, and it's what Led Zeppelin did from day one, you know.
1: Can't you see?
2: Bonham Band, but because this is a new project, um, we I just wanted it to be a band name, really, because for years it's been Deborah Bonham, and we really are a band, and that's what we do. It's not just me. It's its a band, but it's just, you know, the promoters always just wanted it as, as Deborah Bonham or whatever, but now we've changed this. We've got Quarter Valley Records who... Came on board and totally got us and believed in us, which is something quite incredible in this day and age, yeah. you know. Out there, it's, it's, it's a whole different world in music compared to what it was in the 70s, you know. It's, it's very different, um, but anyway, it's this has happened, and and Bruce Corto sort of understood what we were doing and and his. Uh, operations director, Mike Carden, they they saw us play with Paul Rogers and Jeff Beck and Wilson on a, a USA tour in 2018. And that was it. So we then, then we decided to make it a band um, and do this album, which is a, it's a bit of a, a detour from what I've done before, which has been all our own music. This is other people's songs. Some of them classic blues stuff that we've done our own take on and some of them are quite obscure um but these have been other people's songs and it was a real challenge and and a change of tack for us and and we wanted to do something different and and was the first time i've produced as well totally on my own so um I decided to have a go at that, and and gosh, it was it, it was hard, but it was fantastic. I, I loved I loved the process. Um, we got this new record, and um, and it's it's probably, I feel it's some of the finest work we've done.
3: Your voice is awesome on it, the, the nuances and oh, everything. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, and I put headphones on in the dark last night and listened to it. I thought, yeah? That, that's how it should be listened to, because that's how you were hearing it when you recorded it. Oh, well... I recommend that to everyone, yeah.
2: I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It's Yeah, it's, it's great, you know. It, I just felt this time that I really wanted it to be how we heard it, what we how we wanted to do it, you know, without anybody saying, No, it's gotta be this or it's gotta be that or you know. Um Corto have been brilliant. They gave us all the freedom in the world to do what we wanted to do. They they trusted us wholeheartedly with it. Wow. So yeah, it, 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 it's great, and I, I'm really excited about it. You know, it comes out April 29th, and uh, I'm um, particularly excited about it.
0: Well,
3: that's so good. I'm so glad you spent some time with me to talk about it. And I will uh, edit this and, and make a nice little package with, featuring your music and an intro and uh, people bowing to you. And <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. You know, I, it's it's the funniest thing out. <clears throat> Because your brother's famous, and your nephew as well, you know. People yeah, say the well, Make sure you talk about Deborah. And I'm like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to get her on the phone and have her talk about Cub Scout number nine or something like that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I didn't want to bring up uh, Seattle and Fraser either. You know, I'm a huge Fraser fan. Oh, my fan. God. So that comes I've up. I've always loved... I've always loved Seattle. I'm always like, I've got to go to Seattle. I have to go to Seattle. Please do. I've just got to be, and I've got some very cool friends in Seattle because um, one of the guys that's on the uh, album, he, he, I met him on the, uh, the the Paul Rogers, Jeff Beck Ann Wilson tour. He was a bass player with with um, Anne, and uh, uh, you know, he was uh, he was just absolutely fantastic guy called Andy Stoller he uh, played on one of the tracks for me and of course he lives in Seattle so he and I think Anne does as well
3: outside of Seattle yeah
2: I think Hart Hart just uh, you know and Nancy there, and he plays with Hart as well so um, he you know I I kept saying to him I've got to come to Seattle I have to come to (laughs) Seattle he said yeah you've got to come on let's get some gigs and then COVID I don't know like why oh, man.
3: I, know.
1: I love you like I do but I do Lord I do I don't know why you treat me like you do but you do Lord you do you hurt me oh Lord, you do me any way that you please But no matter, no matter how you treat me, baby I just can't seem to leave
2: Kind of to wait for COVID just to get out of the way a bit. And um, we're, we're touring here in the UK in uh, April, May and June. We've got various things going on in the UK and in Europe because it's opened up a bit more. But I don't think we'll be in America till later on in the year. Maybe or, or maybe next spring. Yeah. You know. we've
3: been using a lot of pencil on our calendars. You Have to be able to erase everything and reschedule. It's funny you mentioned Ann well, Wilson. I, I, that was the, was the first band I opened for was Heart, and and it was right after Dreamboat Annie came out, so they weren't real famous oh, or anything like that. Great album. Yeah, I know that, that's funny. So the first concert I went to was Led Zeppelin. There's a tie-in, and then uh, you mentioned Ann Wilson in Seattle, so it's like we know each other.
2: Yeah. Well, I tell you, I will get there because it's been on my list. And when, when we did um, the Stars Align tour with Anne and Jeff and, and Paul Rogers, um, because my, uh, the band backed Paul Rogers on that show as well, um, they were the, the free spirit band, he called them. Yeah. So, um, and we did the whole of America, but we didn't do Seattle and I was just like, "No, seriously, we're going to America, and we're not going to Seattle." <laughs>
3: God, I know. So
2: I got to get there. I just got to get there. Huge Seattle Fraser fan, you know. That's so, I so funny, there.
3: Fraser. Yeah, I've talked to a few people in England. They bring up Fraser. Like I that.
2: know, I know. But we're all <laughs> in love with it. But they have it on a loop here. On the on. I mean, you know, we. We've always been behind America with our TV, you know.
0: Um,
2: uh, We have a terrestrial television network, you know. So while America was getting all this fantastic stuff, we had about three channels, you know, (laughs) or four channels, and it was always Channel 4 that played Phasia. So we would have that, and then they'd go through the whole series, and when it eventually finished, they start again the next day. Oh, wow. it was just on a loop. And it's still happening. <laughs> no. It's still happening now. So I've had about, God knows, 20, 30 years of Fraser going round and round. I know? don't
3: even know if I've watched it that much.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I, honestly, I'm obsessed with it. I just love it. So, uh, yeah, I've got to get to Seattle and for a lot of other reasons. Uh, okay. Yeah. Seattle's fabulous. What a great place. Great music. I mean, it's come out of Seattle, crikey. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: It's been
3: interesting, especially that the grunge era in this in the nineties yeah, was, was a big thing. For sure.
2: But yeah, that's another
3: mm. big claim theme to, to Seattle is Pearl Jam and Nirvana Soundgarden.
2: Soundgarden, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. No, there was some some very cool stuff in the nineties came out of Seattle. Well, I always so, think yeah. England's
3: more England's the coolest place you could live, isn't it? I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'm biased, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to get to Seattle. So, you know, there's a lot of great places, but England, it, you know, it, it's good. We we just don't have, you know, the things you guys have that um, that we don't. Washing machines, the size that you you have, you wouldn't believe what our washing machines are like. <laughs> it's, honestly, on that tour with, um, you know, the guys at, 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 on the Stars Align tour. They just kept laughing at me and all the crew. Cause I was going, look at the size of the washing machines. Wow!
3: <laughs> really? Yeah, this is the first I've heard and of I was that. Going,
2: For God's sake, Deb, get over yourself. You know, it's uh, a bloody washing machine. What are you on about? <laughs> I'm like, well, we just don't have this this size of washing machine in the UK. We have these <sighs> tiny little things, you know. So um, I kept offering to do the laundry on the tour,
3: <laughs> like, just because you want me. to use the washing machine. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they were like, stop it. What are you doing? I'm like, no, I've got to go and use the washing machine.
3: I, I didn't realize that yeah, Americans must it's have dirtier clothes. It's all glamour
2: clothes. on these doors, Bruce. I tell you, uh, uh, it's all glamour on these doors. Yeah, I know it. I know
3: it. Uh, okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> Well, that's good. We establish who
3: does the laundry on the tour. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I'm an investigative journalist. I like to get to the bottom of these things. I don't care about (laughs) drug usage. or nothing
2: like getting to the bottom of those pants, I tell you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on that note, I'm going to let you have the rest of your, your evening, I guess, over where you are.
2: Yeah, getting into it's gone dark now, you know. The nights are starting to draw out, <laughs> so the, the summer's coming, you know, the spring is coming rather. Yeah. So, gosh, I can't wait. It's been a long winter. A uh, long,
3: cold, lonely winter.
2: Yeah, <laughs> good lyric.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jabra. That's
2: a pleasure, Bruce. Lovely to speak to you. And uh, believe me, we'll be in touch if we get over there. We'll invite you to the show.
3: Please do. I will be there with bells on.
2: Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't...